welcome back to the God and Hip Hop Podcast. It is your host, the producer, MC, photographer, Ico. And I just want to thank y'all for joining me on this fourth episode. Like, I know, I know y'all noticed last month I ain't dropped nothing. Um, <laughs> but that's simply because life has been life in. And so I had to, I had to be a responsible adult and take a break and, uh, step back a little bit but I'm back and I'm better and uh, I just want to thank all of you for being patient with your girl Um, and I can't wait to jump into this episode so let's do it Um, yeah this one is a little bit closer to my heart simply because like with this information I kind of submerged myself like full-fledged in it um, and so it, it's, you know, you know how when you study something for a minute and you try every avenue to get, you know, more information, a deeper well of information, that was one of these. So, um, yeah, let's, let's get into it and let's first talk about the artist highlight of this month. And that goes to none other than my girl, Monyel. Um, she literally just dropped her debut album, I believe at the end of last month, Um, And it is available on all streaming services. So please go and check her out and support my girl. Um, I'm definitely not going to do her how I did my girl too cool tiff uh, (laughs) because, yeah, don't want to go back down that memory lane. But all of her information will be in the description box below. So like I said, go check that out. You will not be disappointed. And uh, have you ever just found um, a person who is actually like beyond what they're gifted at, like really genuine people, uh, that's her. And in, in, and in the music industry, especially in the, the subculture that we are in with CHH, it's, um, it's really different. And I would venture to say difficult to find people, uh, who are, who are not just gifted, but who are genuine. Um, and that's her. So thank you and shout out to Monyel for holding it down for us women in these streets. Okay. Uh, cause it's, it's a little hot out here. Cause it's, it's a little hot out here. A uh, hot girl summer, um, w- without the hot girl. So <laughs> let me, let me stop. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. So let's get to this episode. Um, and I entitled this one. Will Smith and his praying grandmother, because lately I have been really submerged, like I said, um, in everything concerning Will Smith. I just uh, purchased his book and uh, I have been reading it nonstop. I'm roughly like 50 pages away from completing it. And hopefully by uh, by the time that this episode drops, I'll be completely done and we can have even further dialogue uh, discussing his entire um, career, which um which really deserves to be um, uninterrupted study. Um, but so with that, let's let's talk about um, who is Will Smith. Um, and I feel like that's a kind of redundant question um, because it's like, who doesn't know Will Smith? But um, a lot of you don't know that his full name is actual actually uh, Willard Carroll Smith the second because he's named after his father um, and before this great man became a movie superstar he was first a rap legend um, starting his journey um, with hip-hop in high school specifically in the 80s so that's that's at the height well the the, the real introduction to hip-hop and so he was smack dab in the middle of that so um, this was around the time like I said Uh, hip-hop was first introduced to the world and he was in the heart of Philly 
more specifically West Philly, um, which if you don't know, is roughly two hours away from New York, which is the um, named birthplace for hip hop. So like I said, Will was like smack dab in the middle of this new phenomenon um, and furthermore becomes a vital part of this new wave of sound and um and and the thing about this is is you cannot mention will smith aka the fresh prince uh without mentioning jazzy jeff so like i said i'm i'm currently about 50 pages from being uh finished in his book and mind you it's a very profound read i definitely fi- I, I five out of five i recommend you need to go read it like make time and read that book it you will not be disappointed um and and one part of the book he he says and he mentions like yo you know I'm the big famous movie guy but back in the 80s Jazzy Jeff uh was a star and he was just backing him up and I just found that to be um so telling of one how much DJing was the highlight of hip hop because rap wasn't wasn't notified and wasn't it wasn't a badge of honor like it is today back then it was dj and it was the turntables it was how you can get the crowd up and jumping and moving and all of that it wasn't about how hard your bars were were um and even if you look at will's beginning of his story um with with hip-hop and with rap he was a storyteller um and he wasn't necessarily into bars and dropping the hardest you know the hardest bar he was into telling a story um like Nas (laughs) and um so let let me solidify even more right the importance of Will Smith as it relates to hip-hop okay so after Will Smith graduated high school his music was picking up so much so that he was able to go on tour and this guy at the time was performing on the same stages as Ron DMC, LL Cool J, Houdini, Eric B and Rakim, NWA, Heavy D and the Boys, MC Light, Queen Latifah, and like literally there's like 20 other major names that can be named with him being on the same stage as, which is absolutely insane, right? Um, but this part doesn't necessarily solidify his importance, even though those names are great. What really solidifies his importance in the world of hip hop is that at the age of 20, Fresh Prince, a.k.a. Will Smith, won his first Grammy with Jazzy Jeff as the first rapper to ever win a Grammy like ever this had never been done before hip-hop had just came alive and like I said he was going up against people that I just listed and he was the first the first number one not soldier boy I'm talking about Will Smith number one to ever win a Grammy and set the precedence for hip-hop as we know it today that's huge um and this 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 is even bigger than how we can really conceive it because back then um, hip hop was a trivial music genre. Like it was supposed, to, like supposed it to be just a, a simple fad to have like passed by, like, like we deal with fashion. Um, but no hip hop. And, and now this is like almost 50 years later is a ever evolving, um, phenomenon of sound that we still have yet to really embark upon how much hip hop will change. But what I really want to like hone in on is what really made Will so different, 
right? Like, yes, his work ethic was unbeatable because of how his father ingrained and instilled in him um, the values of uh, working. However, I want to hone in on a specific detail that augmented Will's rapping style and furthermore was the, I would accredit it to the foundation um, of his success, right? So in his book, he tells of this story of his grandmother, right, that he named Gigi. Um, and from his perspective, you know, Gigi represented God's love towards him. And because she represented, you know, God's love towards him so well, it was also in turn a byproduct of her literally representing God well, period, right? So he was able to um, make the connection that his grandmother uh, to him was the closest form of God that he can get to because of her relationship with God, right? And so um, in this in this story that Will's presenting to us, um, his, his grandma finds his rap journal, right? And at the time, he had been cussing, like, real heavily um, in high school and stuff like that, trying to make a name, name for himself, right? And I guess this had really disheartened her. But the way she re the, the way that she responded was different um, as opposed to like what we would normally receive from maybe one of our family members when they're disappointed from us. Her response was so gentle and this gentleness changed the tra trajectory of his rap career. And what happened is um, she made a little note in his rap journal and said something along the lines of truly intelligent people do not have to use words like these to express themselves please show the world the intelligent young man that we know you to be love Gigi right um and he said from that moment it was that simple action that caused Will to never utter a cuss word in his music ever again Mind you, Will Smith is a secular artist. So I think that alone could clear up the arguments of whether Christians should be rapping, uh, should be using cuss words in their rap songs. But we're going to leave that where it's at. And we're going to digress from that topic because I know I didn't offended some people. So we're going to move on. But either way, right, this simple action, this gentle action um, changed the trajectory of Will's rap career. Right. Um. And this augmentation, it really opened up so many doors um, f for him, uh, even though his peers uh, were saying that he was too soft and essentially alluding to the idea that he wasn't black enough for hip hop. And um, it's crazy how you you can take a t stance on something and immediately the people who are around you that won't or aren't taking that same stance how they belittle you for doing the same thing it's it's really insane however right this change in his style provided them the opportunity to be the first on the first episode of yo mtv raps okay um, which at the time russell simmons was looking for tv ready artists and Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince were really the only ones at the time that were family friendly enough to be on TV. All because of his grandmother 
sending him a little note. And he talks about in his book how, you know, a lot of the people that he was performing on stages with uh, were very vulgar um, in the way that they presented their music and stuff like that, which, you know, the crowd enjoyed and, and, and liked a lot. But for Russell Simmons, who was the owner of Def Jam Records, which is one of the most pivotal records in hip hop, sought them out at this time they were like 17 18 years old man sought these these kids out because of their of their willingness to be different to stand out and not only be different but take advice and wisdom from a praying grandmother <laughs> from a grandmother who had a relationship with god to instill and will a different way to get his his expressions across and more so understanding that yo like it pays it pays to have people that are in your corner that know the Lord and not just know him but have a relationship with him have an intimate space with him so that when they do bring you a form of correction that can and, and, and may have the very possibility of changing the trajectory of your entire life, mind you. Um, it pays to have those kind of people in your corner, right? Those who have those real tangible relationships, because like I said, it can alter the way that you perceive. It could alter success. And although you may be jeered at by people who are around you, they didn't get the vision. They didn't get the wisdom. So obviously because they didn't get that, they don't have the capacity to understand your change because your change wasn't for them. It was for you. Right. And it's just really fascinating to me how his grandma's relationship with God impacted Will's relationship with music which essentially set them off to be played on the radio because even still, we still have this, the, the thing where, you know, vulgarity is not played on the radio. And if it is, you know, they, they're, you know, if they, they're, they play songs that, you know, have those, those vulgar words in it, what they're going to do is they're going to bleep it out. And when they bleep it out, of course, it's like, okay, well, fill in the blank, but it takes away from the song. And you can't tell me that it doesn't because it's like, okay, now I got to use my brain when the music is already there. Like, you know what I'm saying? But this this was what, you know, to drive to, to drive the, the, the point home, surround yourself with people who have the, a relationship with God. Not only do they have a relationship with God, but they believe in you because that could be the very thing that alters the success for your life. It pays to have those kinds of people around. For Will, it was his grandmother. For you, who is it? Um, the last thing I want to leave with you all before I ask, um, um, before I pose the question, is um, Will Smith did an interview with David Letterman on Netflix. Um, and in that interview, he kind of exposes um, this journey, the spiritual journey, enlightening journey that he went on. And on this journey, uh, which he took like 14, uh, 14 of these journeys. On one of them, he um, was privy to um, a vision um, of of him and his career and his money and things of that nature, um, leaving him and flying away from him, um, alluding to the idea that he knew that um, his career was about to have a huge impact. He just didn't know by uh, the means of which it was going to happen. Um, and so if you're really interested in 
the book and um, really knowing what it's about, I would definitely highly recommend you watching that interview of uh, Will Smith on David Letterman's uh, show, um, his interview show that he has on Netflix. Um, it really is like a live version of the book, and um, it, it, it definitely puts um, all the imagery I feel like you would have in your head in regards to the book it, it puts it right before you so um last thing i'm going to do is of course i'm going to pose the question and uh that question is what would you consider to be the golden era of hip-hop um for will smith he accredited it to um the 80s and i would have to agree um, along the names of like Rakim and Tribe Called Quest and Ron DMC, like there's like, there's nothing to me that, you know, essentially compares to, to this, to our time of those phenomenal artists. Um, and for me, I guess it, it really boils down to understanding that if it wasn't for the people that came before us, we would not be uh, doing what we're doing now. Um, hip hop is, it, it is old, um, to those like Will Smith, it is owed to those, um, who literally paved the way for us to be like, if it wasn't for them, Nas would not be here. J Cole would not be here. Kendrick would not be here. You know, these really heavy hitter names, Biggie, Jay-Z, all of that would not be known if it wasn't for them. So, um, I'm definitely going to say the eighties. All right. Um, and with that being said, Go ahead and please, 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 please um, put your answer in the comment section. I would love to hear you all's feedback. Um, and uh, yeah, let's have some conversation because I know that's going to be a good question. Um, a lot of people are going to have um, are going to have different different responses and different perspectives, and I would love to hear those. So um, I really hope this in its totality shifts your perspective, whether you like it or not. This is God and Hip Hop, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace out, y'all.